Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is why, and look, there's a lot to get to for both the Mets and the Yankees. We're going to start with the Mets because I think there's way bigger concerns there, at least at the moment. And with that in mind, before I get to what I have to get to here, let's just all understand that it's six games, six games of 162. That is not lost on me. That should not be lost on you. However, it is unacceptable the way the Mets have performed in these last two games. It just cannot happen. And before I get to the bats, which I get it is the bigger concern, you cannot, I repeat, you cannot spend 40 million a year, a year, on two separate pitchers atop your rotation and have the performance go like this. Now, nobody in this town loves Max Scherzer more than I do. I love him. Man crush on him. Love his attitude. Love everything about him. I I love his accountability, even after yesterday's game. I love the fact that even after a victory in the first start of the year, he knows it wasn't good enough for him to go six innings and allow three runs. And by the way, it wasn't just about the numbers. It was about Max Scherzer getting beat by the Marlins' best hitter in Garrett Cooper to have to leave the game with a tie. You can't leave a three. It was 3-1. Max Scherzer gives up a two-run homer to Garrett Cooper and then leaves the game. Like, that can't happen with a guy who's making $40 bucks a year. Steve Cohen can go find a lot of pitchers that can give those results for a lot cheaper than $40 million per. And that look, this is just the facts. I'm not trying to pick on Scherzer. As I said, I love him. But between him... And Verlander, who hasn't seen the mound yet because he's on the IL, it's a problem. That's why we talked about it after last season because these problems are much deeper than what you've seen in the last two games and even just over the course of the first six here. That is why we talked about after last season building this team differently because I always used to believe in building a team with top pitching. 
I always believed it. Go get the top pitchers. They'll be fine. You'll figure out a way to score some runs. Pitching is the hardest thing to find. Dominant pitching in the postseason, that always wins. That was always my philosophy and mentality. However, after watching last year and the way the game has evolved, that changed. Because the Mets had it lined up the exact way that they wanted. A team that won 101 games in the regular season. A team that did not lose series for the most part. Had their pitching lined up the exact way that they wanted. They were built on pitching. They had it healthy and ready to go with Scherzer, DeGrom, and Bassett. And they got swept in Atlanta. Kicked in the mouth in Atlanta by the Braves. By the more powerful lineup. Even though they had the better pitching and it lined up perfectly. Then, in the short postseason series, same pitching lineup. Same result. Therefore, to me, it was, okay, maybe we should consider changing the way the team is built. In other words, go pay for big bats. Figure out the pitching, which you're going to need, but go pay for big bats. And instead, the Mets chose to stand pat, replacing Jacob deGrom with Justin Verlander, who, I mean, what could go wrong? Verlander's got to make more starts than deGrom, right? Well, who knows now at this point? And I'm not knocking the Verlander move. That was a power move that they had to do, right? You lose Jacob DeGrom, sure, go out there and get another pitcher. But they continued to invest the big bucks in the rotation, in particular with those two guys, aging veterans, with Scherzer and Verlander, aging veterans. They invest the $40 million plus per year, and they leave pretty much the same lineup. Now, as for Max Scherzer, here's why it's a problem. He doesn't have any answers. And the excuse last year that made at least me feel better, and people were talking about it, and I wasn't sure I believed it, and then I went down to Port St. Lucie this year and did find out that Scherzer was not healthy. Like, I confirmed it for, my, for myself. Scherzer wasn't fully healthy. He'll never say it, but he wasn't fully healthy. And in my mind, I said, okay, well, you know what? That makes me feel better, actually, because now we know why he got tortured by the Braves, why he got beat up by the Padres, because he wasn't 100% healthy. And now, two starts into this year, apparently 100% healthy, Scherzer has no answers. While he's accountable, says he has to be better, no excuses, that doesn't do anything for me. What will do something for me is to watch Max Scherzer go out there and dominate the way that Max Scherzer used to before he became a Met, or even at times last year when he was healthy. I'm not saying he can't regain that form. I'm freaking worried about it. Not to mention the effect that the pitch clock is potentially having on the Mets starters and maybe on aging vets as well, where you talk about Guys who are having to pitch faster, more frequently, and what that does to their routine, their rhythm. Maybe there's an impact there that you know is is being felt. The velocity with Carrasco, and he talked about the stamina. Maybe there's an issue with Scherzer there. I'm not sure if that's an excuse or not, but he's got to figure it out. This cannot happen. It's as simple as that. It's inexcusable. Two starts, one okay, one flat-out awful. It's game six of the year. This should not be, you know, you shouldn't be seeing this at any point from Max Scherzer. But without Verlander there, 
They need Scherzer to go out there and dominate. So this is a big, big problem. And one of the reasons why I said I'm tired of thinking about investing that type of money in a starter. By the way, moving forward, and this is something I thought about even in the the offseason spring training, the Mets are going to be in trouble here with their starting rotation, not just this year, but moving forward. They need to develop, draft and develop pitching. And if you don't do that, you're screwed. Who's getting outs? Where are they getting these starters from? You could talk about Otani next year. Even he, they're going to need more than that. When you're relying on two pitchers, you know, one near 40, one over 40, and the performance now is looking to be dropped off from what it once was, it's an issue. Anyway, we'll worry about next year, next year. But for right now, this is a big problem with Max Scherzer. Because it's not just these two starts. It's also last year the two biggest starts that he had. If he is not what the Mets paid him to be, they are uh, they're dead. Uh, there's no other way to say it. Can't mince words. Not uh, they're in trouble. Uh, this or that. Max Scherzer's not Max Scherzer. They're dead. Speaking of dead, the Mets bats didn't help either. And I know that's where the focus is going to be, as it should be. I, I get it. I was thinking along the lines, same lines, whether it was the Carrasco start or this one. Really, yesterday, it made me think of it more where, okay, Carrasco got beat up, but the bats have to score some runs. And the reason why I thought about it more yesterday is because, for obvious reasons, Carrasco is not as good of a pitcher as Max Scherzer. So those games, you're going to need the bats in particular to do some damage. The Mets have now been shut out in back-to-back games. They lose the two games so far in Milwaukee by a combined score of 19 to nothing. And it's not just one culprit. It's everybody. Marte, and look, some less than others. I mean, Nimmo had three hits last night, so he was all right. But And Marte's been okay. But Marte, Lindor, Alonzo, in particular Lindor and Alonzo, those two right there. I mean, without those two performing at a high level, the Mets cannot win. And even on a night where you had Nimmo and McNeil get three hits apiece, they still do not scratch across a run. So you could focus on Escobar and worry about Beatty, and there's a whole other issue there with Beatty that we could get into a little bit later. You could worry about the DH spot, as we've gone over plenty of times before, Vogelback or Pham or whoever's going to be hitting DH. The bottom of the order with Mark Canna, who had one good game and then goes back to being you know, a fourth outfielder type. The catcher spot, which is not a spot of great production for the Mets. Without Lindor and Alonzo, performing at a high level, they cannot win. And those guys out of the gate have been flat out awful. Alonzo hitting a buck thirty six, Lindor even worse, hitting a buck eleven. Neither of them hitting with any power. I mean they're just not hitting, period. It can't happen. It's unacceptable. That is why see these are the worst fears for this Mets team. When you invest heavily you know, forget about the Diaz stuff, which is, <clears throat> I mean, I told you, excuse me, the, this team was built, if I were to ask you who the five biggest stars on this team were coming into the year, you would say Scherzer, Verlander, Diaz, Alonzo, Lindor, right? Scherzer, Verlander, Diaz, Alonzo, Lindor. Well, Diaz out for the year, Verlander on the IL to start the year, Scherzer has been 
two starts, not very good. And Lindor and Alonso have been awful. Now, the good news is it's six games. The bad news is it doesn't look very promising. Just knowing that even if Lindor and Alonso get going and start to perform at a high level, and they will eventually, I mean, you, you better hope it doesn't take more than a month here. But they will get going eventually. That's what they do historically. They're consistent. They produce. But even if they do, the Mets are still up against it. They need more than just that. That is why, again, when you look at it, the way that they are built, they were left thin in that lineup, and they were top-heavy in the rotation. By the way, not to mention the other parts of that rotation, the way that that was built, with Carrasco being a major question mark as the fifth spot. Quintana being out for the first three months of the season, at least. Already being tested with Peterson and Tyler McGill. This is almost through six games. And again, I want to reiterate, you know, we we said it before, but I could hear some people saying, oh, it's only six games. Relax, you idiot. I want to reiterate, yes, it's only six games. But their worst fears are coming true here through the first six games. And keep in mind, if you want to say, well, it's it's early, Sal. It's just two series. Remember, the Mets last year did not lose their first series of the year until May 15th. May 15th was the first time the Mets lost a series last year at home to the Seattle Mariners. A month and a half before losing their first series. This year, the second series of the year goes to the Brewers. So make no mistake about it. It's early. But for a team with World Series or bust expectations, for a team that won 101 ball games last year and was looking to build on that, for a team that a lot of us questioned how they were built. Remember, getting Correa, we thought, took them over the top. Then once that fell apart and then Diaz injury, they were not the dominant team that they thought they were coming in. And one thing that drives me nuts, aside from the way that the team is built, being heavily reliant on the top-heavy starting pitching, the the aging vets, you know, making over $40 million a year, that's obviously an issue. But also, when you run it back with essentially the same team, you're asking for trouble. It's just a philosophy that I will never believe in. And I say the same thing with the Yankees, who have done it you know, for a long time, or did it at least the last several years, probably really last year, before changing up. Remember, Gary Sanchez and Gleyber Torres and Mike, and Mike Stanton. And John Carl Stanton was the last time we called him Mike. John Carl Stanton, you know, running it back with all those same guys, even though the results weren't there. And then they started to tweak a little bit here, a little bit there, still not getting the results that they ultimately wanted by getting to and winning a World Series. But you get the point. For the Mets, they basically ran back the same exact team. Replaced Bassett with Senga. Replaced DeGrom with Verlander. Replaced Taiwan Walker with Jose Quintana. And it's basically the same exact team. Added the bullpen. That was the only difference. They added in the bullpen. And guess what happened? Diaz, their best bullpen guy, their their best closer in the game, gets hurt for the year uh, in a WBC. So now even the upgrades in the bullpen, all they did was basically get that back to even, if that. 
with the new arms. Hard to justify bringing back the same team, especially, you know, I don't care if they won the World Series. Now, if they won the World Series, we would care a little bit less because you'd be like, oh, they won. What's the difference this year? It's a free year. But even if you win the World Series, bringing back the same team, never a good idea. This is the same team that failed to close out a division that was theirs all year long. Same team that went down quietly to the San Diego Padres. And now this team already has issues with the starting rotation that they're built to win on. And they have major issues with a lineup that we knew wasn't good enough coming in. And it's been even worse than that through the first six games. 877-337-6666. We'll get to the Yankees and Volpe in a little bit as well, where, look, I'm not trying to pick on the kid, but he made a costly mistake in the field. He admitted it. I mean, it cost the Yankees a couple runs. They lose a game. No big deal for the Yankees you know, to lose. Phillies get their first win of the season. Yanks will probably go out there later on today and win the series and take two of three from Philadelphia. But nonetheless, I mean, you look at some of the issues the Yankees have, IKF in center field. Aaron Hicks is still terrible and is, is being booed. Uh, you know, Domingo Herman, whatever, he gets hit a little bit. But defensively, and Volpe in particular, you know, remember, Volpe hasn't done a ton offensively here through their first five games. Very, very small sample size. But defensively, there were some question marks about him. And not making a play like that, going to be tough to justify being the Yankees starting shortstop every day. There's going to be learning curves here. And those learning curves, a little tougher to take with a team that has World Series aspirations. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 